I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd see the day that the Cool Cats Master Challenge had come to a merciful end. I logged into my Top Shot account and saw that I just had one Steph Curry pack moment left to open to complete the challenge. I think I will ceremoniously open it later tonight on stream. We got NBL267, Jack Settleman, Andy8052, fresh off their New York Knicks experience, and Peter Jennings, who I will say something to right now. He will respond and be muted, and I'm going to try to get out ahead of it. How are you doing, Peter? I'm great. Uh, <laughs> so with you guys, doing everything I can to uh, be, be a dad and uh, not lose all my money. So that, that's basically the gist of it. How, how's everyone else doing? Real quick, which one of you streaming noobs has the TV on? I, I just meet it. I just meet it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So so let's let's hear about it. How how was the uh, the experience? Our guy Eric Belair live tweeting it from the Club Top Shot account. It looked like you guys had a great time. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So we uh, we all met up before the game. We did, we did a little pregame together. Jack and his uh, his college buddies came around, and it, it, it turns out that one of my, my wife's cousin and one of Jack's buddies are best friends from Teach for America, Teach for America. So. That was a, a weird small world coincidence. Had a few beers, had a tequila shot, uh, and headed over to the game. And take it away, fellas. Yeah, I mean, I can only I only was with the boys uh, at the pregame. My takeaways, outside of Mike being obviously a nice guy, Andy is ripped. Uh, did not see that coming. Like very intimidating. Full like he, you know, he was talking about jotting down in his notebook when we play a lot and things about sport. I thought that was kind of just like, you know, his thing. No. Just let's, let's see. Just, come on, Andy. Just take off the shirt. Just packed on the arms. Um and then obviously we didn't hit our minimum. Apparently if you get a outdoor table at the Ainsworth, you have to spend four hundred dollars. So we had to Freezy. take we had to, <laughs> we had to take tequila shots to get there. And uh, yeah, Andy sucked down a tequila shot as if it was water. So actually, there might it might have been a little watered down, to be honest. It was definitely but, watered down. Um, could I take him in a drinking contest? Probably not. But I'm down to uh, to at least attempt one. So yeah, so I saw that tweet come through, and I thought you guys were getting ready to do like a you know a German boot beer chug off right there. What what happened? It, it Honestly, wasn't we should have. With the benefit yeah. of hindsight, we definitely should have done that. No, because I, I watched back the game in the morning, and I definitely don't remember, like, the first three minutes of the second quarter. So I don't know if that was my level of intoxication or maybe I was in the bathroom. But if we had done a chug off, it, I was perfect. Uh, and then final thing, Belair, he was the man. He was great. We talked some aliens. So I was going to circle uh, back. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't get to hang with him during the game, but – uh, just a genuine nice guy, and it's always fun to meet you know people that come from the community. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, and uh, Blair, I, I say, very Blair's gonna hop on that, with us later. Yeah. By the way, cool. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Eric was was awesome. He took a train in. We we met up at the Ainsworth, and I felt very very lucky that that Eric uh, won the wheel. I'm sure everyone else would have been great too, but he was an awesome awesome hang. Uh, you know, we, we we chat about everything, but most importantly, as Jack said about the alien thesis, and we, we came to terms on that. Um, we didn't come to terms on MJ versus LeBron. Um, that evolved into Brady versus Mahomes. And no, it, was, it was awesome. Eric was fantastic. I'm excited to have him on the show later. Um, we've been texting a little bit since then. And yeah, we're hoping to meet up with him again in the future for, uh, for a drink or two. Yeah, while yeah, you guys was, were... Really 
Andy, did you you had a good time there at the game other than getting shamed uh, for where your seats were? Yeah, you know, I didn't buy the seats personally. And also, I don't know if you guys have looked at the crypto market lately. Uh, <laughs> Allie and I, like not as a joke, went to see a house that when we, you know, when we signed up to see the house, we could afford it. And we, went to see it, we couldn't afford it anymore. That was not a joke. That was really real life. Um, but no, it, it was a lot of fun. It was really, really fun to be back at Madison Square Garden and like with a crazy crowd of Knicks fans who were all just like going insane. I'm going with my dad again tomorrow and I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. Where are you sitting tomorrow? Did you upgrade or? Because I didn't, uh, yeah. I, I, I actually wasn't on my phone for like the first time ever during the game. So I didn't see the, the tweets till after. And I was surprised you guys could see all the way up there. That was, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in section, in one of the 100s, like relatively low down. Okay. There's a dead cat, dead cat bounce on your Knicks tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, and the game itself was, was awesome. The environment was crazy. The garden was going nuts. And there were a few like big, big moments, you know, the quickly three that, that Jack posted about the Barrett dunk was awesome. Um, it was it was it was deflating at the end though. You know, Trey Trey definitely quieted the garden, and we weren't thrilled about it. Yeah, Jack. It seemed like you were on like, I mean, was it was your tilt a content play or were you actually that tilted? It's a content play. I I, <laughs> I never understood like when people got so soft on the internet. Like he shushes the crowd. Knicks fans chirp back. And then they say Trey owns New York. And then Nets fans are like, this little loser owns New York. And, and I think that's all part of it. And then people take it like so seriously. And I'm like, what's the fun if you can't talk shit? Like now there's a villain. Now there's a hero. And now there's game two tomorrow. Uh, I, there also is a little bit of a history. Trey went to OU. So when I was at Texas, he was playing. And uh, there's like a bu- my buddy who was on the team just sent me pictures from when we played him in Austin and like they've got, you know, Trey use code Trey Young for 30% off Rogaine. Like this shit goes back like five, 10, you know, five years now. But yeah, I think it's healthy. It's fun. He silenced the garden. Uh, the crowd was freaking, it was electric. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's kind of how the cookie crumbles. I think it, the point where I was wondering if you were actually on tilt was when uh, a guy made a joke about how small New York City apartments were. And then you started making fun of him for only having 200 Twitter followers. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was less. Once again, it, supposed to be all in good fun, obviously. <laughs> supposed to be. Obviously. So that was less about attacking the number of Twitter followers. More so attacking the fact that he's dedicated his Twitter to uh, like a role player, top shot superstar, international superstar, but a role player um, in Bogdanovich who hit huge shots. And I think it's all on good fun. You, Jack, you should have just replied. My apartment's actually so big. I once invited all of Instagram to join. Me there. <laughs> yeah. I once had a 700 person party. <laughs> I know. I thought the tweet was hilarious and it blew up for good reason. So I think it's amazing. Uh, I just hope we don't get swept. I feel good. Randall didn't play well. Tomorrow night, Garden should carry us home. And uh, hopefully even this year, I think it'll probably be one of the best series of the whole first round. These teams are so dead even when it comes to just talent and everything that it'll be the little chess moves. And they kind of made the first move in game one, and we'll see. And what's it? you got something else going on tonight. What do you got going on? Yeah, so at 1030 – 
for all the yeah 10 30 for all the degenerates which is literally everyone watching the show in the nba app i'm doing a live stream for the nba with two other dudes um and we're just like you know chatting watching the game but through a live stream so that would be pretty cool i'm taking marcus morris first bucket so if anyone from the chat wants to get in on that plus 900 uh that's always a super fun sweat uh and then underdog tomorrow the special is back we're gonna have a special slightly different rules because last time we did the special we cost underdog um pretty much their series a fundraise so that you know they're limiting us a little bit max bet 25 but they're gonna five exit so 25 doing 125 we're gonna pick the player i'm gonna pick the players in the morning but it'll probably be randall over and probably Trey under. So uh, that'll max bet 25 and that'll be fun. New depositors, old depositors, use code Jack, use code Pete, use code Eric Blair, use whatever you want. But let's, uh, yeah, let's let's get another sweat in tomorrow night. Promo well, code Pete, just Jack Specialman. Yeah, Jack yeah, special. you, love it. you won everyone over with the last one, Jack, oh, yeah. and this is the one they all turn on you. That's, <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> You're rooting for it so bad. I know, I know. No, no, I love seeing the community uh, make money as long as they're using the right promo code. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what what else do we have going on in here? We had a, an interesting week in Top Shot. I feel like uh, one thing that I thought was interesting is there was those auctions going on. And what was it? A LeBron? Was it a Cosmic? Hollow. Hollow. Yeah. yeah. And number it, number six. It yeah. was that Jeremy who won it. No, it was his. It was his buddy. That oh, okay. Knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his buddy won. And got it for what? What was it like? Thirty-six or something? Thirty-three. 40, yeah, forty k after oh. buyer's premium. Uh, I saw. I so it's funny. My my friend who had the Curry Hollow, Luca Hollow, the whole base set series one, uh, messaged me about it early in the day, and it was Saturday, so like I was going out. So I actually set a reminder to check in on the auctions because like I figured he was like, yeah, they're going to blow it up, you know, over the course of the day, most action comes late. So I set a reminder for 10 o'clock. So at 10 o'clock, I log on still there, literally make a, an account, you know, in the, on the spot. Uh, and then it was like, for whatever reason, extended bidding started at 10, even though the timer still at 30 minutes. Um, so I didn't get a chance to get in on any of them. And then I just had to watch someone grab a freaking hollow for 33k insanity. I Andy, I saw Plunge Father, the dude Plunge Father, calling you, uh, saying you're all talk. Y'all, you whales are all talk. Not buying the dip on these moments. You guys want to uh, fire back at the Plunge Father? Uh, I'll take that one. I think uh, a decent portion of this show might have too much. If you're looking at like a portfolio, right? Their allocation on Top Shot moments. Probably pretty high. <laughs> factor in a bear market, and it's uh, you know that's not where your liquidity is necessarily going all the time. But that that wasn't Andy's response. Andy, you were saying you just didn't uh, catch wind of it, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, so and, Andy opened up a golden account and went for it. The particular yeah. auction thing, I I don't care what my appropriate portfolio allocation is in in Top Shot. Right. Uh, I, I would have bought that moment for for the price that it went for. Uh, that kind of doesn't matter because I mean, mm -hmm. like you literally could, if you wanted to, instantly sell it for double the price. If you listed it right now for less than a hundred thousand dollars, I think it would go pretty yeah. quickly. It um, was funny. It was funny too because those auction house. I am 
it, people were kind of slamming them for their marketing. And then I started, I got a DM from one of their marketing guys over there being like, are there ways we could, we could talk with the uh, club top shot over there. So it seems like they heard the community and they're now interested in doing some more uh, top shot auctions. I just feel terrible for whoever sold it. I don't know who it, if we know who it was, but I, I mean, to only get 33 K for LeBron hollow, like that's tough, but you know, it's it's the lesson we saw with the crypto punks. We've seen it, you know, a multitude of ways. If you don't put it in front of the right people, actually participate in the community, then you know the the old money does. They just don't want moments right now uh, because on a web page and it's a picture of it, it doesn't look cool. You don't really get what you're getting, and they hide it at the bottom of the page. It just I feel shitty, um, you know. If I they should have yeah, done a gallery like and then put the moment on a postage stamp about yeah. 12 feet <laughs> high. Literally. I just thought the weirdest thing is it's not like people in the community are inaccessible. Just log on to, to Twitter or on any of the account valuation sites or like go onto the Discord or, or do, do any, any, <laughs> anything. I mean, the fact that like the, the five of us had no idea what was going on besides you know besides Jack's buddy told him about it, um, and you know even, even Jeremy who posted Reddit said his buddy told him better his buddy won. Yeah, you know, you'd expect you know it's pretty widely publicized who are influencers and you know who's on Twitter and whatever else. I just, I, I don't really get it how it happened. I don't, I don't know. Maybe their responsibility is different from what I thought it was when you hire them to uh, auction off your item. Maybe it is literally just we're going to add it on our website and we feel like that's enough. But I, I feel like some outreach would have been helpful. Okay, here's a thought experiment. If they had reached out to us and they're like, Club Top Shot, we want you to host this auction as it's ending. You know, the last hour, uh, you dedicate an hour to the stream, auctioneer, hyping it up. How, how much does that go for in, in that context? Uh, we promote I, I, it. Can, yeah. they, can they pay with crypto? I think they said they can. Can yeah. any of us buy it? Because that that's a, a factor on the price. Yeah. So this is a great yeah. lobby things question. If we're gonna speculate on this, right? <laughs> Pete, you're, you're itching to gamble. All right, let's. No, I'm not necessarily I'm still, gamble. I'm still owed five hundred. I'm still owed too. Yeah, I'm still. I paid Andy five hundred dollars immediately. Yeah, Andy, Andy, I, yeah. I owe you two hundred dollars. Andy, no, I mean, I Andy, think I thank you, Johnny. Johnny owes me five hundred bucks, so he's trying to. So who are we asking? I asked the question to. Why don't we ask Bel Air in the chat? Ooh. And all five of us will answer, and then Bel Air will type it into the chat. All right, Bel Air, DM it to me in Discord. Perfect. So, what's. What, uh, what, do, you think, what do you think we would have sold it for? And the uh, important question is could we wait. buy it? Yes. Yeah, you could. But I was just thinking we put the full on hype machine behind it few days promoing lead up all right so we hype it up Bel Air, feel free to text me just uh remember you have that option we hype it up we promote it and wait we need to determine two things crypto eligible i mean yeah. was it was it eligible I, for this I, one I, I no, my, my question is dapper balance eligible, no. which i think the answer no. is no no yeah no all no, just for the purposes of the game but then the other thing was, I mean, not, yeah. So how much does the LeBron number six hollow sell for on golden crypto eligible? But the other thing was you had to uh, make a bid before extended bidding started and you had to have over a 10 K credit limit, which took an entire, uh, like it took time to actually get that 
lifted. Well, that's what I mean by us. Like we know right. this a week in advance. Right. We start promoting the show. Everyone has time to get their ducks in a row. Okay. Right. Uh, like yeah, if so the auction so didn't stuck. Theoretically, Tuesday we announce it. We tell everyone about it. Then the next Tuesday we live stream the yeah. end of the auction. Yeah. Okay. All right. So how much does Belair think the hollow number six brawn out of 32 sells for? Whew. And sorry, and Jack, what did it go for? 30? <laughs> Went for 33,000. Are we wow. saying before or after seller fees? Uh, that's another good well, What's let's the 33K number? That was before. That, that was before. before. Then let's, let's do before. before. Yeah. All right, I have mine. I'm going to go run and get a drink real quick. Okay. I have my answer. I have mine. All right. Okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm trying to get these uh, whales to put their money where their mouth is, Plunge Father. Right. Oh, my start. God. I just saw Belair's answer. <laughs> Did you? I didn't. No, because he I had to give it to me. I already wrote my answer down. And I have 108,000. Wow. wow. I'm not as bullish. I was like double. I said 54,000. I'm way higher. Yeah, I'm high. I'm I'm 172k. Not that you can see that. Oh yeah. 229. I think Belair's gonna go over the 250. Um, 156. I think Belair's over the 250. I do think uh, Belair and Mike are confirmed best friends now. Uh, Belair has it at 269,000. Yeah. <laughs> There's Ooh. no. Way. I mean, I think we could do a good hype machine around here. There's no way we're selling. <laughs> <that one. laughs> okay, so. I mean, I don't know if the, this one did seem high at the time, but the number three from the top sold for a, a total of, th I think, 387 after fees not that long ago. I think you could reasonably argue, I don't know, we could discuss it, that six is a better LeBron number than three. And and then, I don't know, I mean, hollow versus from the top, what one's almost half as scarce as the other one, or I guess double as scarce. Um, also, and uh, Someone just posted in the chat, sorry. Uh, a LeBron Cosmic was just listed for sale on the marketplace from uh, from Goji Berry. Okay. What what number was it? Serial. It is thirty seven. Thirty seven. Interesting. So what do we compare that? What do you what do you guys but compare the thirty seven LeBron Cosmic to uh, six LeBron Hollow? Because I think. I, I lean Cosmic slightly over have... Hollow in a vacuum, but the, I think the number six is, an, is a really nice LeBron number, so I would t lean in that direction. Me too. Yeah, considering it at one point was his number. And it will be again. And, and, yeah, well, yeah, will be again. Yeah. Is that confirmed? I feel like that was like a rumor, and then it like didn't happen for multitude of reasons. Is that actually confirmed that like next season it's finally going to happen? Does that I, I think. Let's see. I don't know. Because originally it was, you know, they had already ordered the jersey inventory. And then the next time, then for the COVID season, it was like too short notice. And the, so I just don't know. Um, as for this, we, we've had a Cosmic listed in the past few weeks. Remember, it was up for 24 hours or something. So yeah, just under. Yeah. So, so where are we at on this? Didn't. Because we were talking about this last time that it's it's hard for people to get a lot of money on 
yeah. dapper quickly. Let's assume that Goji Berry doesn't pull this in less than a day like the other dude. Uh, but, how long? But I think same situation. I and this goes for the golden auction. This goes for you know similar here. I would if I were truly interested in selling this, I would put out a statement, a tweet. I would get in touch with the right people and be like, I'm really looking to sell this. This is staying up for, you know, a, a, until it sells, which gives us confidence. Because if I'm think if I thought about buying the last one and then, you know, I start to get money on the site and then it gets pulled, it's like, I don't want to go through that process again because you can't get it back off of Dapper. You don't want to get right. You, you know, you almost get 250K up and then they pull it. So I would at least like make it public that he's actually looking to sell. I would even go as far as saying, DM me, let me know if you're going to buy and you're adding money to this site. I will put it back up for you when you're right. ready so that it doesn't that's sell it. to someone else. That Yeah, that's it. Not a bad return on investment. Uh, no, I, there. I remember when he bought that. Was that, that was big news at the time? It was one of the larger sales on the site, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely at that point. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. there was, I remember there was a period where I was talking to two different guys who had LeBron Cosmics and they wanted... Four thousand and five thousand, <laughs> and I was like, "You guys are crazy! I don't want that." That's I paid thirty-two hundred for one and four thousand for the other. Larry, I don't know what you think this show is, brother, but uh, you might be in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We were talking about hypothetical prices for an online basketball gift. So yes, this is a new. <laughs> um, I don't recognize the name. So who, who's quiet? Who's quietly uh, getting their their money in order to uh, to make a run at this? Yeah. So uh, touching on what Jennings mentioned earlier, I could not even attempt to buy a LeBron Cosmic um, if <laughs> if I wanted to. So yeah, my net worth is pretty much tied directly to my Top Shot account value. So I will not be making a run at it. Um, but. I do that. I heavily favor Cosmic over Hollow, um, but I do think that the six thirty-seven disparity at least makes it close. Um, but if I'm gonna go for the quarter million dollar purchase, I probably honestly lean uh, Cosmic. So what I will say is, uh, I am not going to put a quarter of a million dollars into Top Shot and buy this right now. If I could, if I could, like snap my fingers and turn. $300,000 of base moments into a quarter of a million dollars right. on top shot right now and buy that cosmic, I would do it. Yeah. I would take the, the $50,000 VIG and, and convert the base moments to that LeBron cosmic. Um, but I sadly, I cannot do that. Uh, and so I will not be purchasing this moment, but I would happily trade up with a, with a percentage increase to get it. You're actually trying a completely different strategy, which is giving away your Series 1 comments here on the show each week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking if I do enough goodwill, someone's going to make a mistake one day. You know, good things come to those those who wait. I'm, I'm going to keep giving stuff away, and then at some point someone's going to accidentally gift me a LeBron James cosmic. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep it because I've done enough enough giveaways in my life that I deserve this. Yeah. Malik, Malik says he'd spend a quarter mil on lumber, and he's asking for Jennings' thoughts there. <laughs> How's, what's the lumber looking like, Pete? There's a headline, lumber dropped 22%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the seriousness with which you delivered that line. 
Yeah, I mean, what's that? Let's let's pull up a chart. I love imagining you it's having charted. a Google a Google alert for lumber. Huh? Lumber dropped twenty two percent. We saw it on like uh, the CNBC app or some financial news thing. It's like, oh, lumber down twenty two percent. I'm like, oh, it's, t- it's time to get the studio. Wait, do you guys just like go and peruse the CSNBC app? <laughs> that sounds like a very I think when, yeah, when Jennings had a chat, I think that's added to the home screen or something. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think I've like read a news site that wasn't just like highlights of things I've seen on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe ever. <laughs> yeah, I just go, I check the futures most nights before I go to bed, and then they have like five things. Like the most, most recently, it was like Elon met with the you know Bitcoin community to make it cream. I actually I talked with my accountant today. And uh, the two conversations we had, one, he was shocked that people can make a living on social media. And I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, and then two, not, a, I was trying to find out about, you know, taxes and Bitcoin and crypto. And he was just like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe in it. I don't get it. It's fake money. It's dumb. I was like, okay. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I should be looking elsewhere. It sounds like you need another job. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what, what is your guys' take on all this uh, Elon stuff? I thought we were done with it last week. Uh, apparently not. Now trying to form a, a Bitcoin council. Um, I saw some theories out there about some stuff he might be pushing toward with this. Is this uh, Andy? What's what's the take from Crypto Land? Uh, so I think. Not shockingly, the people who I generally like talk to on Twitter and stuff about crypto or in other channels, uh, you don't love what Elon has to say. I've never personally been a fan of Elon. Um, I've always thought he was kind of a jerk. Uh, I appreciate that he's trying to push forward like green ener- green and renewable energy stuff. I think that's extremely important, and I appreciate that he's doing that. But outside of that, there hasn't been much he's done that I really cared for. Um, I... Th- personally think a lot of this is just like a really fun, crazy advertising move for renewable energy and a lot of the green stuff that he does push. Uh, and it's really smart. Uh, I don't blame him. But at the same time, like the stuff he's tweeting about upgrades to Dogecoin and stuff, it's, it's like all nonsense. I, I, I think that there could end up being some relatively either malicious or not as, not intentionally malicious, but stupid and like hurtful to Bitcoin, like fork in the future with green mining or something uh but it doesn't really seem like he's making an effort to actually understand uh kind of the situation and and what's going on and he just wants to kind of push a narrative that is like making him seem like a a good guy in some way around wanting to be renewable and focus on that kind of stuff um but take that with a grain of salt because i think he's kind of a jerk and i don't really like him he also is clearly taking joy in trolling people. I mean, he he oh, yeah. he he knows what he's doing. He know he loves the fact that he can move markets with these tweets, and he's having the time of his life. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think he's pretty bored, and he's he's having a good time. I think with with Elon, it's one of those cases where like the when you're probably the biggest genius on the earth publicly right now it's like they always border like geniuses always have something you know a little bit so he like borders that line of like you can't tell if he's trolling or if it's just like who he is and you know that just is the genius in him so it's it's very interesting and what else andy as far as now that we have 
more time with this, you know, crypto crash. I, I mean, the tenor of even Ethereum Twitter was was pretty dark. There it was half dark, half funny shit posting, half MGMI, you know, McDonald's jokes. But is there actual concern that this kind of DeFi summer bull run might be over or is this more of a blip? Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of been like 50 50 in I am in no way a trader. I'm not good at trading. I would say I'm active, bad at trading. Um, I I personally bought the dip and lost a good amount of money buying the dip halfway through. Um, so don't take my anything I have to say as trading advice. Um, I focus a lot more generally on like larger narratives and trying to. Find you did call the I, top. You did. I mean, Elon gets I credit, but you did call. I mean, you were like, eh, I don't know about crypto, and then fifty percent smashed <laughs> within forty-eight hours. Um, but so I, I've seen like a pretty general fifty-fifty split from people as far as their opinions, where half are like, "Oh, this is just you know, it was just a more intense sell-off than normal because there was a lot of retail involved and like." Um, the market still has a lot of room to run. And then about seeing other people who are saying that now we're just going to kind of spiral down for a bit of a bear market and then go from there. Uh, for me personally, it doesn't really matter. I don't really buy and sell crypto in any like short time horizon where if we have a bear market for two years, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, it, I guess it would like kind of be a bummer, but um, it doesn't super affect my life uh, in the, in the short term. Um, but I, as of right now, I've basically just like de-risked a lot of like my crypto that I hold that was in more risk on positions because I, I don't really know what's going to happen and just kind of hanging out and trying to not focus on it. I unpinned some of my tabs of crypto price charts and stuff and just focusing on working and all that stuff. I, I did the same thing. I, I've mentioned this a couple times. It sounds like a small tweak, but just for your mental health, like I took the widgets with the prices off my phone, just not staring at them. It's crazy the difference it has in, in your mental health, especially for all of us who have gotten very in deep with all this stuff. And man, you got to know when to uh, eject and, and not pushing yourself through a, you know, an S&M experience with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I will say too, as far as, uh, crypto Twitter goes if for the people who are following it like there's a lot of people like myself where like most almost anything I ever tweet I would say actually everything I ever really tweet about the prices of cryptocurrencies at any given time is like 100% a joke and then there are a lot of people who are doing the same thing we're like I'm tweeting what if Ethereum only goes up for the rest of eternity or like it's all over time to go work at McDonald's it's all just it's fun and it's a fun way to just like make light of uh, a situation that in general is like not super pleasant, um, but also a lot of people who are like tweeting more seriously about, oh, I bought the dip and oh, I did this perfectly. They're lying. Uh, and it can be easy to like FOMO into that and want to follow what they're doing in times like this. Um, and what I've noticed is, you know, some people are telling the truth, but it's very easy to just lie and gain followers because you called everything perfectly. And then you just delete the tweets that weren't right because no one really notices or cares. When you say that you've been de-risking some of your stuff, uh, maybe to let uh, people know, does this include uh, our, our sushi swaps? Does this include our, our, our Polygon and Matic? Like where, where is that risk line? Uh, yeah, so I had a few things that were where I was like borrowing stable coins and doing other stuff with them. And so I stopped doing that because I didn't want to risk the market going down more and getting liquidated on those on those borrowing positions. 
so that was the main thing. Um, the stuff that I, I'm, I'm still doing similar stuff in like Sushi Swap and 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 um, on Polygon because uh, those are relatively risk off positions in general. Uh, yeah. For me, for me, what that mainly means is moving away from like super speculative assets that are maybe like lower market cap coins that I own a, a significantly smaller amount of and just like going back into Ethereum or something because it is like a little bit safer to me than some like random shit coin that I own some of. Um, and then also like not having any open loans that could potentially get liquidated should like the market tank while I am still like asleep or something. I think that's one huge thing that uh, a lot of people um, might not be fully privy to if they're not participating. And thankfully, Andy educated us a lot on that and just kind of seeing and talking with my friends. I mean, a ton of people were leveraged where they, you know, borrowed a bunch of money um, off whatever asset, mostly stable coins. And, um, you know, there's a ton of leverage in the system. But I think one really cool thing that's a bullish signal, um, maybe not for price in the short term, but just long term and kind of why what's so cool about Andy's building and um, just the, the network itself is that the over collateralization of all these loans, like nothing ended up like really crashing. I mean, I know some exchanges went down, but like I thought the system held up pretty well. I mean, I think the third parties did bad, but like the actual smart contracts and DeFi stuff did really well uh, given the sharp price action. And there's a lot of leverage in the system. And I think that was clearly shook out. Um, I was in the same boat as Andy and feel very fortunate. I lost a lot of money like in nominal value, but I didn't get liquidated at all. And um, I know people who went bust, like literally bust because um, they were over leveraged in the situation. And uh, I think that was kind of shaken out uh, on that sharp, sharp bear run, which is obviously going to be amplified by the leverage. And then of course, on the way up, like even just these small little runs, you know, people are starting to do the same games again. So I think the leverage part of the system is really interesting for price action, but I was really impressed with how the system as a whole kind of handled the sharp downturn. And I think the over collateralized nature of DeFi is, is really cool. I don't know, Andy, if you have a different perspective, but. No, but. yeah, totally. I, I think uh, it's it's really promising. Um, and I saw I saw uh, Raul Paul tweet about this today. Yeah. Um, and I thought that he, he explained it really nicely. I agree. Um, basically just saying like, uh, you know, if there was a time where if you really were convinced that DeFi was a house of cards and it was all just like Ponzi-nomics and, and didn't really like add up. Uh, it, the time where it would collapse would be something like what happened over the last couple of weeks. And it held up very nicely. All the systems remained fully capitalized. And the only people who took losses were the people who were risk on and were trading with money they didn't actually have or money that they were willing to lose, um, which is a very promising sign in the long run. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like it, it sucks in the short term, but these types of like one shakeouts and also just like stress tests on the systems that are being used are super important and really valuable. Um, but obviously you never want anyone to lose money, but in markets like this, it's going to happen when people are super risky with their assets. Yeah. There's so much more substance now, but yeah, was it probably overpriced? I mean, to think about how big crypto is now, like the market caps, I mean, Ethereum was bigger than basically every company. Um, you know, Bitcoin's market cap is incredible. Uh, so it was really a, a sharp, sharp increase in price and just kind of a weird economy. And obviously all the DeFi stuff and the leverage in the system um, helped kind of, you know, spin it up. And uh, we're here now, but I'm, I'm actually encouraged and I, I just hope people continue to build and we create more utility because um, that's that's really the name of the game. And yeah, I think the NFT market will be really interesting to follow, too, because a lot of 
you know, the, the price action on that was driven by just, you know, people being crypto rich. And yeah, for sure. Good, good lesson for a lot of people too. Like I definitely was probably too long relative to like my net worth and lost a good chunk of money. And maybe you know, in hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, maybe it does make sense not to have that much leverage and maybe farm some stable coins, which, you know, um, yep. most people that's a pretty nitty move, but in scenarios like we saw, it's really nice to have access to that liquidity. And, um, I think there's always an argument for rebalancing. Um, and a lot of people are just overexposed to, to certain assets. Yeah, for sure. I will say, I think you guys are doing it. Up. Your, no, it's I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have too many different thoughts. I mean, the one thing that continues to fascinate me, I do think the leverage aspect changes this, but we're not that far back in time. You know, I said it last show, last show we were, I don't know, 15 days off of the, the previous levels, you know, we, we got up and then back down, but you know, even now, I don't know what we're, if we go back a month, the prices were 2,700. Yeah. 20, yeah. So, what is that equivalent to what it was at the end of April? Something r- roughly like that. And and so I'm surprised that people are kind of taking the perspective that people are less crypto rich than they were, unless they got wiped from leverage or that anyone's really hurting. They're hurting relative to where they were. Um, and I do think NFTs as a whole are, are in a bit of a bear market and some assets have been weaker. But Ethereum itself is, is you know kind of back exactly where it was a month ago. So I'm I'm sort of surprised to see the overall somber commentary um and i and i know there, there are big mental hurdles to overcome here and people get anchored to the higher number but i'm just surprised that yeah. um you know people do are expressing themselves like this and and not kind of continuing to party i mean if, if it was a straight line from 1500 to 2700 today everyone would be posting about how rich they are and the lambos and the teslas and all that good stuff and no mcdonald's hats painted over uh, purple hats on their punks <laughs> um yeah so, so I think that's an interesting dynamic. It's a, it's a psychological dynamic. Um, and, and obviously, right. and there's, of course, the leverage element where some people do get a bit hurt on a, on a downswing like that. Um, had, I saw this come across uh, relevant to this conversation. Was this you, Pete? This, this has <laughs> Pete's fingerprints uh, all over it. I was really happy to see it. He's made some other really good investments, a uh, product that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Mark also invested in Zapper.5, where you can kind of see your wallet and all your exposures. Really great product. Uh, that's going to be a very good investment for him in the future. Uh, that's going to pay off really well. Zapper is awesome. Zapper is fucking sweet. Um, yeah. Tell us. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, Zapper. Was, we run a good riff there. I think this is like super important. And just for a lot of people that are yeah. paying attention to these markets, like you had a, a couple more thoughts. Yeah. Well, so I think. Uh, I'll, I'll explain Zapper right now. It's, it's super quick. Um, Zapper is a, a website that where you can like load in and track your crypto wallets. Uh, and they also do some other stuff where you can like do swaps through them and they make what they call zaps where you can say like go directly from a particular. So if you can, if you want to look at one, you can type in andy8052.eth. It's, it's like my, it's my public Ethereum address. And so you can see. Like I have some some tokens in it, and some Ethereum, and like some NFTs. How do they how do they value the NFTs? So it's just by the most recent sale on marketplace. Got it. Yeah. Um, so like I think if you click customize, you can actually see what NFTs I have in my wallet. It's just really just a punk is like the main thing. Um, or maybe turn off grid view. I think that that'll make it show a little bit. I I prefer the other view. Um, uh, but if you like. Look and go to like the in, 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 cus- in customized, Pete. Oh, gotcha. And then, yeah, just yeah. uncheck. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so then you can see, like, if you click on CryptoPunk, you can see that that's my CryptoPunk. Just 11K of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a... I'm helping out with so pasta was like a random shit coin that was made back in back in like the fall, <laughs> and one uh, a guy I'm buddies with uh, is like trying to revive it and turn it into like this weird experiment. And so I bought some so that I can vote on stuff with them. I'm on the multi stick, <laughs> um, but if you uh, so if you scroll up, you can see on Zapper they also have like places where you can go and um, and like. You do swaps and like go into pools and stuff like that, and it tracks through like both like Polygon and Binance Smart Chain and a lot of the other um, uh, chains as well, which is really nice. It's it's the way that I uh, track my like all of my crypto stuff. This is more clean. casually. Yeah, it's really nice. And, and so uh, they they raised a pretty big seed round, I think. But, I don't yeah, know what fifteen million is there. Yeah, which is you know. Fifteen million dollars is a lot of money. Um, this is where. So this is how you go and creep on your favorite Ethereum influencers, depending yeah, on how yeah, good so they are. Right. I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of a fun one. I can see what the man's is doing. I think like uh, I'm trying to think of any like fun public Ethereum addresses. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so uh, so a little bit more like about the and so I'd recommend anyone who's like getting into crypto and tracking stuff. Zapper is awesome and it is very useful. It's just a really great tool. I'm, I'm extremely interested to see kind of how they convert from this very free to play, just public good wallet to a thing that people want to invest $15 million into and what that looks like. I have my own speculations on what that would be, um, but that'll be very interesting. I think there's a lot of stuff in the space that is going to have to kind of make that leap at some point soon. And I'm very curious to see what that looks like. Um, but I think thinking about the larger crypto space, and uh, Peter mentioned NFTs a bit, uh, Perugia, who is someone who bought one of the uh, the crypto aliens. Yeah, one of the CryptoPunk aliens had a really good and interesting thread on Twitter just like an hour and a half ago, right before the. Or that dude hours, loves I threads more than he loves uh, aliens, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> good, good thread writer, though. Oh, he's, yeah. He, he's uh, very well written, but um, yeah, basically the the idea behind Dud was essentially in, in talking primarily about CryptoPunks, but also generally the larger NFT scene. Um, that one of the interesting things with buying NFTs right now is the opportunity cost of um, kind of DeFi and how much money DeFi protocols will pay you and the interest that you can earn on them. Uh, versus buying like an unknown asset like an NFT, um, it was really good. Let me see. Let me we pull it up and I'll share it. There should be. Yeah. Well, so basically, what what the the case that how do you spell their name on Twitter? I'm like typing. Do you? I can. I can pull up his thread here. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. I, I was trying to find it to send to you, but I'm reading it's basically right the the. The point that they were making towards the end is essentially that as they're kind of their bet that they're making is that there's a lot of Ethereum and crypto in the space. That is the easy answer is that the better opportunity cost right now is to go and farm with those assets. But probably the like basically they're saying the best answer normally isn't the easiest answer. And so they're betting that like NFTs and particularly punks in the long term when kind of those risk rewards, when, when those 
like uh, yield farming rewards dry up, they will see excess Ethereum and other funds flow into CryptoPunks um, as a result of that because the opportunity cost isn't quite as intense as it is right now. Um, it was a very interesting thread. I think it's worth reading about. Uh, and just like thinking about, it's something that I've thought about a lot personally where it's like, okay, I have my assets that are farming on SushiSwap or Polygon and stuff. Why would I buy more punks when I could farm and I know I'm going to earn 10% annually or 50% annually? Uh, it, it's a very interesting kind of like a thing to think about and kind of reason with what what are people doing with their capital right now that might not always be around and what effects are those going is that going to have long term on the overall like ecosystem when that capital moves to something different interesting yeah that's like all i've been thinking about too i mean just asset allocation within crypto is really interesting asset allocation i think as a whole um i mean everything's gone up stocks houses um there's definitely i'd love to hear mike's opinion on that too but then you have crypto you know sitting on cash is really interesting right now just because a lot of people are predicting heavy amounts of inflation and if you look at asset prices and I think we're seeing much more inflation than what CPI is showing us. So it's a it's an interesting spot. And, and I love the punks and uh, I love NFTs. But it, yeah, they would have more utility and value if they could be collateral or, you know, if you could use them in some way. Because the trade-off and the opportunity cost uh, versus farming and DeFi is significant. Um, and then, of course, you need to think about your overall exposure across the board. So it's, it's interesting and Obviously, everyone's thinking this deeply, and hopefully, you know, like Top Shot, I think, is is serving just like people who love the NBA and fans and stuff like that. So it's a, a different tier of, of NFTs, but like I think CryptoPunks certainly falls into that category given the, the price of them. Mike, I feel like right now there's a lot of sentiments just that I've been seeing with Top Shot where everyone's been wanting these catalysts to have some kind of upward price movement, whether it's with the, you know, the dapper box coming out, the challenges, there was marketing turned on this week. We saw our, our first promo codes, referral codes out there. I saw on Instagram, I was starting to get hit with more top shot ads on my Instagram feed than I had been seeing. And yet the price isn't, you know, doing what people want to do. So do you find these things that are happening bullish and that we just need to be patient or is there kind of something kind of fundamentally um, wrong here that might prevent that from happening for a long time? So I think the challenge right now is if you think about what drives market values and, you know, we go to these pages that show the overall market cap, but at the end of the day, what triggers it is someone lists a moment lower than what someone else listed it for and no one buys that moment. Um, and right now, the challenge is there's very, very little buying pressure. And I think the reason is, you know, just think about your own perspective here. We've seen now two and a half, three straight months of almost daily uh, reductions in, in moment value. So if you have your eye on, uh, on a nice Luca moment and you could buy it today or you could wait a week and potentially buy it then for 10 or 15 percent lower than it is now, why buy it today? Uh, and I think the problem with that is it's it's a spiral. It's, it's it just keeps going and it's difficult to know what's going to stop that because then you wait um, to buy and that leads to lower prices, which reminds you, oh, wait, I can wait to buy again. And at what point do you actually pull the trigger to uh, to actually buy? And in the meantime, there are people who are trying to offload moments and sellers. And it takes you know a group of two or three sellers to just 
keep undercutting and keep undercutting. And it, a lot of them are, are sitting on enormous gains um, or some of them might need capital or some of them are feeling the pressure we were just talking about where there are, are alternative asset allocation options that can generate returns or generate fees and they're sitting on uh, unproductive top shot moments. And so there's selling pressure um, and there we lack buying pressure right now. Um, and so I don't know when it's going to happen. I, I, I hope reasonably soon, um, but I, I think hopefully we'll reach kind of an equilibrium here where some buyers arrive. I mean, I hope some of this marketing brings people onto the platform. Um, a number of people have posted about it. <laughs> a number of people have posted about it, but I do think one thing to remember with marketing is, you know, we started marketing what, three or four days ago. Think about three or four days after you joined the platform. You're still kind of looking around. How the hell does this all work? What does this button do? What does that button do? Let me try buy a $4 moment. Let me buy a $6 moment. See what happens. Oh, this is silly. Oh, actually, I think it's kind of cool. And it takes a couple of weeks to actually get comfortable with the platform, be ready to actually spend dollars. And so I think the marketing will help. Um, at the end of the day, we need new users who want to come onto the platform and spend money to add to the buying pressure. And I do think that once things stabilize and people don't feel like the moments are just going to keep falling in value that people do actually you know, want to collect and will will then see some buying. Um, I also think that, you know, a few people are posting about uh, burning and I've had a few conversations with people about the idea of burning moments in different situations. And I think that helps. Um, I, th I think it's a really, really interesting idea. It's, it, it adds an element of fun to the platform. It's a little more activity. Um, you, you know, you come with something more to do rather than just buy and sell moments or complete challenges. You can think about the different strategy of burning moments. There can be exclusive rewards for if you burn a certain number of moments or certain tiers of moments. Um, and obviously, there's the dynamic of it altering the scarcity and the addition size of, of certain moments. So I think, you know, we, we've talked about it before, but you can take a 35,000 addition size moment. And if it gets burned all the way down to a 600 addition size moment, suddenly it's a, it's a it has the scarcity of a rare and that'll affect the market value of it. And it should add some interesting dynamics to the, to the marketplace. Now, I, I do think Dapper is aware of all of this and I don't know, maybe I'm too trusting in, in, in Dapper, but to me, they seem you know, too sharp and have hired too many people and have too many smart investors around them and partners to not understand these different options they have. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, comfortable personally being patient. I, I understand I've said it a number of times that it's way easier for me to sit here and say I'm comfortable being patient um, with the gains that I've seen. Um, but I, I do think patience is the is the right approach for me right now. And I look, I understand people getting fed up and frustrated at this point. It's been you know, 90 straight days of uh, declines. I just want to say I let uh hang on one sec here. Sorry. Lots of things going on here. Um, Andy, uh, are you, what, what are you, where are you at with, uh, you're not following the, the day to day top shot price movements here. Are you, are you the guy with the stick too, waiting for it to go up, wondering what's going to help, help things here? Uh, no, not really. I actually, I did list some moments for sale just to kind of, I was one, like kind of curious to see what was going to happen. And two, wanted to have a feeling that people are going to really try to sell pre, uh, pre hollow pack and wanted to have some some money to be able to snipe some stuff if the if the moment arises because um, i don't have a, a ton in my account balance right now um but i'm not like super keeping up with a lot of the day-to-day -day. Uh, mostly been like watching actual basketball which has been a lot of fun been been 
pretty pretty deep into into the playoffs and and all that stuff, which has been pretty time consuming and also like I'm doing way too much work with fractional and everything to come with that, which we're basically at this point just like finalizing a few things before launch, which is really exciting. Um, but so I haven't really had as much time to focus on like the crypto markets and the top shot stuff. Yeah. How so? How close are you, are you guys with with fractional? Uh, we are going to have a call tomorrow to lock in a launch date. Nice. Um, which is exciting. Uh, it will 100% be next month. Hopefully within, I'll say within the first two weeks of next month. Cl- um, Club Top some, Shot launch party? I mean, I think it, uh, if I had to guess, it would be the day after a launch, if that gives you any information about what day we would uh, we would be launching something. Um, but, On Monday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like the, the the right thing to do to, to, to go with the Monday launch. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty soon. Should be pretty soon. Awesome! It's exciting. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. So hey. the other thing, the thing I was going to say about um, current state of Top Shot, a lot of people are saying there are too many common moments, but the the one I think reasonable counter to that is D- Dapper's changed. I don't know a few weeks ago to the model where the collectors dictate how many common moments are coming out and. They do this reservation pack and you know people opt in for it and then they have to mint moments to, to fill the packs basically and i know that's a new innovation so you know you could reasonably argue that they've oversupplied um, in advance of that but i think that's a good innovation by them and allows the market to sort of dictate how many moments are are minted and obviously dapper has to make decisions on the rare edition sizes the legendary edition sizes prices of packs and so um i think that's obviously a consideration too, but on the base moment side of things, I think that's a, a really good innovation by them. You know, let, let the people uh, dictate. I, I think the, uh, the dapper stimmies are fun getting $16 for, uh, for doing a tweet. That one just hit uh, the inbox. And uh, yeah, I think that stuff, I think they're going to get more and more creative with that stuff too. I saw some people that were like, um, like bearish on the like referral code things as if that couldn't be spun as anything as a positive, like incentivizing people to bring more people in. Uh, I, I don't really see how that is bad. Um, uh, but people sure love to galaxy brain some of this stuff. I think people are frustrated as a whole. Um, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of just kind of overall negative sentiment kind of everywhere on Twitter and you know, it, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, a lot of people are down 50 plus percent on, on their accounts. I think it's part of the challenge of being able to see your account value just front and center anytime you go to any of the uh, Top Shot analytics pages. And so people are extremely focused on that. I think if you think about any art collection or sports card collection, it doesn't have those same dynamics. Um, and, and so that, that's definitely a challenge. But yeah, people are, people are stressed and, and fed up and very vocal about it. Yeah. What do, uh, do we have any uh, price guesses for where this uh, Lamello uh, Master Reward settles? You know, this has been the carrot at the end of the rainbow here for this Master Challenge for a while. We had, you know, the initial Lamello moment that came out on the site was very underwhelming. His first play, this this was supposed to be the Lamello moment here. Is this gonna is this gonna pay off for the hodlers? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, so. As of right now, it costs just about 
a bit over $2,000 to complete the challenge. So, I mean, odds are if you bought a Luca to, to complete this challenge, you probably aren't aren't looking too great. Yeah. Um, but let's see. As of right now, there are 1,864 people who have completed the full set with another, let's say, uh, there's probably another good like six, six or 700 who are probably going to complete it. Uh, I know what's the, what moment is kind of the max? Luca, Luca's the bottleneck. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's roughly 3,500, okay. roughly 3,500 Lucas. Yeah, well, so. Just and yeah, Lucas Luca's currently trading at 1,100. Or the lowest yeah, ass. So doing some really quick napkin math, it seems like we're probably going to end up in the twenty five hundred to twenty seven hundred range for completions here. Okay. Um. It'll, it'll probably it'll probably find itself being worth. I don't know, like fifteen hundred dollars or something. I would take that for for a nice four months work of work. This is the yield farming yeah. equivalent of Top Shot. You're just toiling away in the farm, collecting your cool cats, a shepherd herding them. My analogies are very mixed, but you get what I'm trying to say. Uh, actually, maybe maybe I should do this now. I had been my I want to ceremoniously uh, open my uh, my staff and see which. Uh, and I, the Steph moment is is cool that they uh, they gave here, and I don't yeah, know wh why. do you think is they it, did it? Is there the music? I, that's what we're gonna find out. Okay. Did you and, check the box? God damn it! Why why did they do it as a as a pack and not? I think they're a, experimenting with that. A lot of people have wanted it for a while, and it, it makes it uh, so it's tradable. I think eventually, when packs can be traded, you can trade your unknown cereal uh, reward. Gotcha. Also, I think it's just way more exciting when you get a reward yeah, yeah. to open a pack than to uh, just look in your account and go, oh, I got it. Are you guys hearing anything right now? Oh, I probably have to hit open here first. Yeah. Oh. Just one moment. I feel like we've not, the sound before. I'm not yeah. playing the pack opening music because we'll play that in a, in a little bit when we actually open packs. But uh, big money, big money. Steph Curry. One time. 12,000. Oh, there it is. That was the number you were thinking, right? I yeah, that's exactly shot. what he wanted. <laughs> 12,803. That's, that's your lucky number. There you go. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Man, it's, it's, it's tough that Steph's not in the playoffs. I know. Sad. I did just way, officially. Something ridiculous. Did you guys watch that second quarter from Damian Lillard yesterday? I didn't watch it live. I watched highlights from it, and it was wild. Yeah. God, watching it live was. Dude, he is a special human being. Unbelievable. And he was getting nothing from his teammates. Yeah, I know. Yeah, obviously I'm rooting for the Nuggets, but Dave's been so fun to watch forever, and I feel like he just continues to raise his game. Like he's just trying. Like, he's clearly doing everything he can to get better. <laughs> who who do you who do you got in this series, Peter? Are our Nuggets going to pull this out? I don't know. I, I think Portland might actually win this. I mean, dude, Dame has been. It's basically Damian and Jokic had an unbelievable game that was just overshadowed by what. Uh, obviously, the Nuggets got the win, but 
Jokic is unbelievable too. I'm very bullish on the Nuggets going forward. If we had Jamal Murray, we'd have a real chance at uh, shipping this thing. I will say, my guy Facundo, man, he's stepping in. He's stepping in and playing great. From what I've seen in the few box scores I looked at. I'm such a CP3 truther. I just want to see the Suns just run over the Lakers and make a real run uh, out of the West. That'd be cool. West is open. Imagine, I mean, uh, the Clippers, uh, is that game started? Uh, I'm checking it. No, it's no, 10, 10 30, half an hour. And uh, Lakers are about to go. Our friend Jeff oh, yeah, Jones. Phoenix we haven't seen him in a while. He has a question for you, Peter. He wants to know if you're still simping hard. I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink my wine. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. We, we have a couple of our, our VIPs in the hopper. I say we bring them in right now. We got Brian and, of course, Eric Belair. Uh, welcome to the show, fellas. How we doing? What's up, Brian? Hey, how you doing today? Hang on, Brian. Is that a is that a man's coin on your suspenders? No. What? This yes. is incredible. Club Top Shot stickers and a man's coin. And is Bro, that a Bill that. Murray shirt? It's a Buffalo Bill. Ah, I get oh, it. amazing. Incredible. This is, this is cool. And I just wore a white tee today. I'm getting shown up here. Look at that. What what man's coin yeah. do you on? Number 70, 69 plus one. There you go. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, bear, you know, a lot of uh, bear markets for crypto assets. I mean, man's coin just absolutely pumping today. We had number one sell on the resale market, had three or four other sales. I mean, the community is just bumping right now, man. Wait, lots, number one sold today? The number one sold on the resale market, we had a Testudo, uh, who I believe is in the chat. Here he is. He went and bought the number one. Whoever uh, had it had listed it for 0.1 Ethereum, uh, and he came in, swooped in, and grabbed it. Nice pickup. Great yeah. pickup. I mean, uh, Brian, are you, are you inspired by Office Space at all with this? Uh, oh, I just, I just want flare. It's a guitar strap. I just threw uh, this. I like it. Stickers and the man's coin on there. I love it. So you, do, great do you to have see a guitar you. on there too? No, <laughs> guitar's over there. Okay. okay. <laughs> and Eric, how are we doing, man? You got the club shirt on, looking good, my man. Yeah, I uh, I came prepared tonight. I got my man's coin as always, right by my side. Oh, it's still in the packaging. I yeah, yeah. I tried, Eric I tried pulled to it out at the garden, at the Mecca, and he pulled it out of the bag. He kept it in his protective case. I loved it. I'm trying surprised. To keep the PSA rating tight, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised security kind of let that in as basically a concealed weapon of sorts. I know. It has a lot of power. That's for sure. I put it in the little bin when we were going through the metal detector. <laughs> you did? You risked yeah. that? Oh, my God. That's dangerous. They tried to steal it. I saw it, but Mike <laughs> like caught him. Yeah. So, Eric, we've heard their side of the story, the trip report. What's the what's the brutal truth of what happened at Madison Square Garden? Uh, the brutal truth is it was one of the best days of my life. It was an awesome day. Um, Mike is, I've, I've been fawning over Mike in the discord basically the last two days. He's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Uh, so generous, so gracious, just a, an awesome dude to hang out with and talk with. He, he made me feel like one of the bros. No, Jeff Jones, this is all natural. You can ask Pete. I'm out. I'm out tanning in the afternoons. I, I interrupt my tanning sessions to jump on Pete's streams. Um, this is all natural. Uh, trying to get those tan lines taken care of before uh, you know speedo season hits. Um, but no, and, and Andy it was great meeting Andy, talking to Andy, and and Jack. Jack was okay. 
<laughs> no, Jack. Jack was awesome. It was cool meeting Jack too. It was. He was the first person I recognized on the street. I saw him. I yelled out, "Jackie Packs!" And I immediately felt like a huge dork. But <laughs> no, it's great arrival. My, my buddy Josh really liked you too. I should, I should oh, he's awesome. We, yeah, I had, a, I had a home buddy rolling with us. Yeah, this is yeah, the Josh this is awesome. the photo you posted earlier in the Discord, Eric, uh, confirming that you are outside tanning. <laughs> that's, Look at those that's how I roll Let's all go. summer. Those are and my then blockers, the, my man's blockers. And then the I one female it. in the entire Discord asked you to put on sunscreen. Yes, <laughs> that is true. She was she was worried about your skin health there. Who's the female? Her Romance. name. Is, Woman. It's woman's. Uh, oh, that's, that's we, we do know she's a female. I do have her address because I sent her a man's coin. Other than that, her identity is unknown, uh, and we're just thankful. Just is so it Bethany? It's not Bethany. Uh, she's like the, the Banksy of man's coin. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've looked. I could. I should pull up my YouTube analytics sometime. Literally zero percent women demographic according to uh, according to YouTube. But uh, that's why Woman's is so special to us. Um, Brian, what's going on in your in your Top Shot world here? Are you a bull? Are you a bear? Are you just buying you know more sound money like Man's Coin? What's the deal? So I was pretty quiet there for like the last three weeks before uh, that Moment Ranks uh, fantasy site popped up. So I've been buying like one or two a day to kind of throw in my lineups there. There you go. There you go. And. Yeah, and you've been you've been doing some stuff with the Moment Ranks DFS stuff, right? Yep, uh, writing some blogs, doing the daily newsletter, uh, helping out with content where I can. Nice, yeah, and awesome. I feel like, yeah, can you tell people a little bit about it because it is fun. It's a slick interface. I've been a little confused by like the scoring system of it and the complexities, but give people the elevator pitch on it. So yeah, we're we're updating scoring every day, you know, kind of testing, um, but it's. You know, utilizing your own moments that you own in your Top Shot account and, you know, getting scoring like daily fantasy points, boosts for when players go above their 10-game average, and, uh, you know, head-to-head -head matches, daily contests, lots of packs, prizes, lots going on. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had some fun uh, messing around with it, been some cool prizes, and then also uh, getting in those head-to-head uh, -head streets as well uh are, are you guys going to just continue uh are they offering prizes for these free prizes for all of these or is there going to be a shift in how you participate eventually yeah for now you know um we're doing a uh, contest we're dingling the top shot collector is providing uh prizes right now for like i think one more day and then uh we have you know we have packs and moments to give away uh it's all you know free to enter right now nice Yep, that's cool. So have any of you guys messed around on uh on the DFS game? Eric, I know you have. Yep. Yeah. I, I haven't yet. I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going too soon. I, yesterday was a big hangover day after the Knicks and uh today I got home just before the club started, but tomorrow will be my my debut. I I was upset cuz you guys quickly plugged a loophole I was exploiting which was jamming in the same moment or same player multiple times and you guys closed that pretty quickly. Brian, yeah, no comments yeah, on that. A, I was exploiting sorry, it. Sorry, we, we have a great dev team. Uh, you know, <laughs> quick respond. We we fix all issues. Uh, it's great support. It's a it's a great group of guys. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to trying it. The um, yeah, I think that is going. 
I feel like there is so much potential there of when we can get the intersection of DFS sports stock market with the collectibles. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff there. And it seems like moment ranks has a, has a nice, uh, nice thing going on there uh, with the stuff. Yep. And um, let's see, we also had, uh, I want to make sure our other VIP uh, knows that he can jump on now as well. Um, I forget who else I sent that to, but feel free to hop on. And we got a, I think we got some packs still to, uh, to open tonight, but, um, and was it, I can't remember, Brian, was it you that had a question for Andy from the form or was that, that must've been our, uh, I think that's Derek, Derek. Yeah. Derek, feel free to hop on if you are available. Um, maybe a question. Eric, what are you drinking? Um, tonight, uh, I've actually, um, I went out to eat tonight. I had, um, a couple gimlets and, uh, old fashioned. Now I'm drinking some Lafroy. Oh, nice. Wow. Petey, Petey. Yeah, Falling I out. love it. That's my style with the scotch. What's up, Derek? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Hey, Derek. All right. I was having a technical difficulty there. I think I'm good now. All right. Good. No, man, you got like uh your audio sounds good. And it seems like you Great. got a, you got a camera in the ceiling there. What's going on? Where, uh, no, a little high on top of the monitor. <laughs> I well, love well, it. I love. Where yeah. are you uh, broadcasting from? Uh, outside of Philly. Okay. Well, well uh, northeast Philly. There you go. Well, you well my tennis match. <laughs> Heard about the tennis match. Can we get an update on the tennis match? By the yeah, way, let's get an update. I need to figure out where I'm. I, Mike, give me the the deal. I need to make a big vote on this. Uh, the tennis match is still happening. I'm playing tomorrow morning. I'm. Oh, this is actually fantastic. Um. In response to the Knicks giveaway, I got a DM from someone who said, I can't go to the Knicks game, but do you want to play tennis at my country club in Westchester? I play tennis. And so we are playing on Friday. And so I'm playing twice this week. I'm starting to ramp up training. Um, the you know the Knicks game was, you know, we, we had our, our fair share of beers. We had a tequila shot. Um, we had our, our fried food. It was a setback. But overall, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready. Um, Let's t- let's talk offline. I'll give you I'll give you some alpha there. If I give it out loud here, it's it's not no, going to be alpha for long. Not the alpha necessarily here, but just give us an update on like where you're feeling good, where you might need some improvement. So, does everyone know the scoring system? I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be quick on this, but basically, I start every serve game down love thirty or love fifteen. It depends on if it's set one or two. But in a, in a serve game where I'm down love thirty, I'm very very stressed about double faulting. Um, if I throw one double fault in there, I'm, I'm in a huge hole. So I'm, uh, I'm most focused on getting my serve up to speed and ensuring I do not double fault during the match and, and make sure that Levitan has to win every point he wins and I don't hand him any free points. That's my, my key area of focus over the next month or so. I'm worried if you're going to even make it to the match. I mean, going to play someone at a country club who sent you a random DM sounds like the sequel to Get Out. Like this is a horror, uh, you know, slash slasher type film plot. Mike, I'm worried about you. All right, so he felt that coming, and so in his initial message, he said, "I know this is going to be weird, so I'm going to send you my LinkedIn profile." The same guy, <laughs> and so he he do- he doxed himself uh, to, to to help me feel more comfortable. Wow! You're going to a country club. I mean, what a guy! I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I have to wear uh, all, all white, white shirt, white shorts. I, I, I went shopping to Models today before I realized Models apparently out of business, or at least the one by my office is. Wait, so, Pete, this is, a this is it. I mean, I, I 
that that can't be a normal country. Like I know about like dress codes, but wearing all white. Now this does truly sound like a cult that you're getting. Yeah, honestly, that's into. the most worrying thing I've heard. That's I yeah. played at clubs where you need all white. Where's the tennis thing? You know. Oh, is it a tennis thing? <laughs> I yeah. went to the country club when I was in college. <laughs> It's a tennis thing. Wimbledon. Wimbledon, yeah, Wimbledon's all whites. There you go. <laughs> poor, that, you yeah. poor Mike's having to bleach his jeans now just for this uh, <laughs> tennis match. <laughs> so, so that's the update on tennis. I'm playing twice this week. Um, probably playing next week a couple of times, and then we're running out of weeks here. It's uh, it's almost game time. A cardio is in the shitter. Is this going to be like a public thing? Are you guys? Yeah, yeah. People roll we're up. Live streaming it. Okay. I'm going. Thank you, woman's coin. I appreciate that. What did what did woman say? Oh, white, white for it? tennis is standard. Okay, we continue to get more breadcrumbs about woman. Someone <laughs> who knows her way around the clay courts. Um, okay, uh, Derek, what's uh, wh where are you at with Top Shot here? I always like to check the pulse, the VIP, seeing how you're feeling. Um, you completing this Lamelo challenge? What's going on? I need. Six more to get the Masters. Uh, yeah, working on the Cool Cats. Six more for the Masters. So okay. one right. is one is the Luca. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and uh, gonna save that one for last. But uh, hoping to do it. And you know, I came in on the twenty fifth of February, so uh, right at the peak of that pump there. And um, you know, sticking with it in this for holding. I got packs in this for the long haul. People talking dip. You know what dip? What dip? We're just we're we're, we're going. We're we're just walking through the door to the other side. You know. Um, Would you say that we're uh, we're not even in the locker room? We're we're still on the bus, just kind of slapping asses. Yeah, a little bit. You know, we're 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 thinking about strategy. Like, hey, what are we gonna do? Uh, maybe after the game. I don't know when we get the win. You know, where are we going? Is it, I like uh, that. Pizza wings. What what do we do? Uh, there we go. So, um, yeah, you, you know, it's, you don't like to see all the red, but, uh, we're just wading through the velvet sea, but you know, Hey, what are you going to do? We're here for the moments. We're here for the good times and, uh, maybe a master challenge. Yeah. It's, it's about the friends we make along the way, the tennis matches we book along the way. I think that's, that's what it's about. Right guys. The mixed games we go to together with internet strangers. Community. There you go. I gotta, you know, uh, map props to Mike. I, I didn't, I, I got a response in DMs. Apparently he was going through them. He was reading all of them to his point. You know, um, I really, I threw a DM out there, name in the hat, didn't expect to hear anything. You followed up. You even looked at the teams. You were doing your due diligence on it. And, uh, you know, that, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I went to, yeah, I went to all the DMs top shot accounts to make sure they were actually Knicks fans. And probably yeah. a third of them were, I don't know, I got a Heat, a Spurs, a Warriors, a Bulls. I'm like, I would just screenshot yeah. them and send it back and be like, come on. And, like, and, you know, in that situation, it's like, who knows what's visible? I don't want to change it at the last minute and look like a flopper. And I already wrote a novel, so but uh, I I didn't think you know I set that up with my son. So what, what are you gonna do? You know. Now it's all right, it's all right. But it's but super cool that you responded. Yeah, it was super cool of you to do. Hey, yeah, it, it was it was a great time. How long did you spend, Mike, reading, replying, vetting? All that had to have taken you hours. Okay, so yeah, this is how it played out. So I, I think I launched the contest on Thursday night. Um, I got home. I went to go see my, my friend uh, who lives in Brooklyn, some part of Brooklyn that I, I really can't get around Brooklyn. I, I've lived in Manhattan for like 11 years. I, I can't 
find anything in Brooklyn. Um, so he lived in Brooklyn. I got home at like midnight and I felt bad that so many of these people were, you know, had to keep their Sunday evenings open and not do anything else just in case they won this contest. So I really wanted to get it done by uh, Saturday morning at the latest. And so I spent from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. going through DMs and responding to people and narrowing it, it down to 10 before spending an hour on Saturday morning trying to figure out how to get myself on a stream. Uh, did that, spun the wheel, got Eric, had a great time. Well worth it. There you go. I, I was I was literally screaming at the wheel was <laughs> and I swear my neighbors were probably wondering what the heck is going on in that house right now. There you go. Um, Derek, I saw it when uh, you mentioned uh, in, in the form that you do um, art direction and camera work, and that was actually something that was particularly uh, of interest to you with Top Shot and how those moments look and those aesthetics. Is, is, that, uh, is that the case? That was a former lifetime ago. Uh, I was working as a camera operator assistant in New York, and um, I, I, it's something I think is under undervalued and under discussed. Uh, art direction, a whole of the moments, the still images going into the movie, I, like the Halliburton two badge. What is it like thirty five count? the 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 still frame almost matches when it goes into the moving image and it's right it's a close-up right in your face and it's just like you're right there in that moment with them and i think you know you look at so many moments and they all start out a wide shot of the court how much you see you see a play develop and then you get these random moments that you know you're really it's intimate in a way. And isn't that what we want? Like, this is the moment, right? We want to be in this moment and we share them. So for me, like I look at camera angles, is it in focus? Um, you know, is this the moment you're referencing here? Yeah. Is it? So if, when it, when it starts from the beginning, you like, you'll see that that still clip that they use as the free frame almost nearly matches right there as it goes. Yeah. In. Bad, yeah, yeah. Right? that's cool like yeah. it, it just it almost like i wonder were they trying to do it like, what a thing to notice that's cool that you yeah. have that yeah and, and i mean that's just what i'm looking at in some of these moments and i and what else, i mean at this point we're going to talk the market a little bit more what are we going to talk about you know it's like what else are we here for and i just i i don't feel you know you have a whole creative team out there at, at, at uh, dapper and um you know they're doing they're putting in the work and uh, you have talented camera people on the sidelines um I, I think there's like a maybe the cool cats tragic moment and it's it's a little mix of both so it starts it's out of focus and then it goes in focus and then he makes the shot and then you lose him but you watch the hoop and then the cameraman picks him up again so it tells a story but it's like you know you see why maybe they couldn't have opened it with a close-up because it's out of focus so they start with a wide shot um yeah i think this is the one and so what a, I assume there's, you know, some limitations in that they have the footage from the NBA and they have X amount of angles. What, what are the kind of other ways that you could see them getting creative or, or things you would like to see to kind of maximize the, uh, the aesthetics of those moments? You know, that's a good question. I mean, it's for the, the creative team to go nuts, right? Um, 
you know, I don't want to take away from the stills photographer because you're probably looking at a stills photographer uh, who's using that thumbnail. So you don't want to use a clip of the moving image because then it feels like a shortcut maybe. Um, but what can you do there? I mean, I'm sure they could play with that. I mean, again, I'm going back to that Halliburton moment, but I just think that's really, it's really neat. You know, it, it comes to life at that, that second and it pops out at you. Um, but that, I mean, that's like, what, how do you make a legendary more special, you know, other than some of the, the graphic art, art design you do, do you do something with camera work or, or what? But to your point, I think they're probably bound by sideline cameramen with the MBA's offering, you know, unless they can get their own team in there. Yeah. Um, but then you get into, you know, contracts, unions, things like that. So, so I take it, you're not a reveal all guy. When you open these moments, you strike me as someone who's savoring uh, each one of these uh, frames here. Go over them. <laughs> Go over them. Um, you know, it, you got to think too. It's like it, part of it's you're going to sell some, you're going to flip some. You got to move. You got to move pieces around. Liquidity. What do you want to separate with, and, and what are you holding on to? Uh, what will be valued in the future? We don't know, and we're all fishing for something. Um, but it, I mean, to me, it's it, so that's you know that's. What I really like and find so interesting is we all come from such varied backgrounds as community, right? We all bring in our professional point of view, and it's it's interesting where these dialogues cross. Um, but yeah, it's just something I hold of a little bit more more value there. That's cool. No, I feel like you know a lot of us are are conditioned to kind of interact with the site in a specific way and kind of gloss over. Uh, a lot of those things as I, you know, look for serial numbers and stuff. So I think that's cool to uh, see the lens that you're viewing the moments through. Still searching for serials too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right. Um, very cool. Very cool. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we open up? Um, should we open up some packs here? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. It is the time of the show. I got a message from Peter who went to dinner. Jack is doing his TNT bets. The six of us are going to land the plane. Let's open some packs. Cheers. Yo, yo, yo. What up? It's DJ Pete Overzat. Welcome to the club. We didn't think things were going to get popping tonight, but it's about to get lit. Behind door number two, it's a three-pointer. 1325, Kevin Durant. Let's go. We're gonna get a Lamelo. We're gonna get a Luca. We're gonna get a LeBron. Victory reveal. Let's go. God damn it! I don't need another layup. To the window. To the wall. The De'Aaron Fox stripped down my ball. Two ninety-three assists. Everybody get their drinks. Let's get a cheers tonight before we open up these nine packs. Cheers, cheers, cheers to our VIPs. Thank you guys for uh, for hanging out with us in the club cheers, tonight. Cheers. Thanks for having us. All right, who wants to uh, who wants to kick us off here? Who who's got some? Uh, I know. Was it Derek? Did you have a hustle and show? I think. I do. You want to? Uh, I mean, if if you if you're sitting on them, saving them for a particularly rainy day, I don't want to twist your arm. No, I offered the curry cool cats, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, renege on that one. <laughs> you don't mind? I'm gonna hold that. Yeah, for yeah. A second, as I think that through, I might you know I might just buy curry and keep the pack i don't know so i'm kind of floating that around um i envision a day maybe one day where these we can sell sets this set might be worth something and maybe a little unopened curry might be a cherry on top i don't know 
I wish uh, I would have thought that through before I just casually ripped it open about 40 minutes ago. We would have pressured you into it. It wasn't your choice. <laughs> Bro, you got your lucky number, 12803. That's, oh, man, I love that number means so much. Yeah, that was huge for you. Thank you. Uh, I was. What I really need to do is pull a 267 or an 8052 and then uh, flip it to one of these guys here. Um, all right, Derek, it would be my honor to coach you through a StreamYard screen share tutorial. I got the box. Actually, yep, I got the I got the share audio. Oh, so I thought we, you were you were saying you got the box that you had already opened your pack without us. You're like, this is a great pack, I'm like, buddy. I'm gonna do uh, a tab right here. All right. Okay. There we go. You got and it. I see the audio. You are a pro. All right. Look at this nice little set here, man. Wow. Yeah. I'm sweating the packs, but I'm eating off screen. Apologies. What are you eating tonight, Peter? What's for dinner over there? Shout out, Ashley. This is like unbelievable. It's like scallops and corn and red pepper salad with like some gnocchi thing. I mean, geez. I mean, dude, are we like you're you're about to blast my dad right now? I'm, I'm feeling no. wow. The, wow. Those scallops. He's doing the best. That's really great. That's great. Shout out, Ashley. As always, Ashley's doing everything she can. Obviously. <laughs> how right, do you Derek, uh, how do you feel about this throwdown? I mean, I'm excited for yeah. it. Yeah, I think yeah, pretty uh, that one had some funky music too, if I recall correctly. Look at all these packs. Yeah. Pulled out. He's right. so used to going to open later. <laughs> yeah, I really am. That's like the yeah. muscle memory. <laughs> Here we go, baby. Derek, throw down pack. Yeah. I'm not going to be savage and reveal all. Yeah, please don't. That's, that's not a content play, Derek. No, no, no. Don't start with the rare. Oh, almost uh, over his favorite number. Oh, God. Oh. All right. I think you got to click it to play at the moment. Are we going to play it? All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, the art the yeah. art director doesn't want to watch yeah, it. There's some real-time hey, analysis. We, we got two others. I don't want to take up all the time here, you know. No, you're good. We can make a meal out of it. Oh, that's pretty nice. I can't tell if the slow-mo is an art direction or an internet connection. I wonder, <laughs> wonder that, too. Now we can move on. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, 5731. Oh, another debut. What Look at all these first moans. I like that. I'll take those debuts. He had a good game last night as well. He's really good. He didn't get any minutes. Was he hurt at all this year? I'm surprised he uh, he was losing, he just wasn't getting as many minutes because of Jamal Murray. Alright, what do we got up next? Alright. Scroll down a bit. There we go. There we go. Oh, cereal. Look Another at all Yes. Love a good Martin twin. 
That would have been a good hustle show, too. Yeah, it would have. New York Knicks. Oh, oh nice. There's our boy. Dunk Master Flex these days. You know, I don't have many Knicks, and I was waiting for that quickly to draw. I feel bad for Jack on that one. Oh. <laughs> this play was unreal. I didn't see this moment yet. I remember this play, though. He had a you guys see this play? Well, well, I don't know what the connection's like for you guys. It was crazy. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice, good. I'm gonna go buy one of those. All right, Zach. Well, Zach okay. Levine. Oh, nice. Oh, we reached the end of the trick. Wow. I feel like I would need like some like music video with this. All right. All right. Nice value. Here we go. All right. The moment we've all been waiting for. See what we got. Grizzlies, rare. Brandon Clark. I okay. think that's the one I got too. Like that? Yeah, not bad. Very nice. It's a nice play. Nice pack. Nice pack. Like that. Yeah. Got the Arby's in the background. Well, I. I know when uh, you were saving those packs, you uh, you know you had something special planned for them. So hopefully the club was uh, one of those occasions you had in mind. It w- absolutely, it's, uh, <laughs> it's. I appreciate the invite. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, I was, you know, I only have two rares, so looking to add a little bit to my collection now with the collector score. Yeah, I heard uh, all the VIPs are scrambling to get at least one rare lest they come in the club and and Mike shames them for their their comments. I got like three or four. (laughs) There you go. Um, Wait, the three. You need three for the trifecta, right? There you go. Three is a good number. Brian, you don't have any packs, right? No, no packs. Okay. Eric, do you you have packs? All right. You want to open one, dude? Let's do it. All right. Let's Let's do it. Rock. All right, so I go to share, share screen. Eric, you could you could do this in no, blindfolded, I, I, I feel like. The last time I was on a stream like this, I screwed it up and there was no audio, and I'm so nervous that this isn't going to work this time. Okay, yeah, I swear to God, Eric, if there's no audio, I will boot you <laughs> so fast. Um, uh, all right, share screen. You can, you, can reset, you can reset my Discord rank. I'm, like, nervous about it. Yeah, this is the one thing I hold over Eric. So Eric is the number one poster in the Deposit Kingdom by a lot. By the way, if you guys uh, haven't checked out the Discord, super fun. Link down below. Eric is, I'm technically the Deposit King in there, but Eric is the king of the Discord. But if he ever gets on my bad side, I just threaten uh, going into MeBot and resetting his rank uh, back to zero. So he will forever do what I tell him to do. It's a good spot, right, Eric? Oh, every day (laughs) it's hanging over me. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I got. I should pull this up right now. I actually have this here. I should pull up Eric's. I need to visit need the to Deposit see, Kingdom. People need to see the work uh, that Eric is doing in here. Eleven thousand six hundred messages, two hundred thirty-two thousand experience points, level forty-seven, 
some absolute kings here in the top five. Eric, Willis, Lou, Phil, Ricky, Chris, Ed, Fabaka. I'm there at ninth, holding on in ninth. I can't, I can't get booted from the top ten. So uh, shout out to everybody posting in the Discord. All right, Eric, did you get All the right. screen here? I got allow StreamYard to see your screen, window or screen. I'm selecting the Chrome the, tab. The, I don't see Chrome tab anywhere. Oh, no, Eric. Don't you work in IT? I do. Come on. You're killing me here. Share screen. <sighs> there should be three, entire screen, window, or Chrome tab. You're lucky that this is a bit on the show. No, <laughs> this is killing me. No, you're, you're good. You're good. I screwed this up a handful of times. Every 10 seconds that you don't have to figure don't have this figured out, you have to unbutton your shirt. Okay. Nicely <laughs> done. Nicely done. You didn't do it oh, right. Oh, sorry. So this is on my... Nicely on my done. Really it's, well played. It's, it's not well done, guys. This is, uh, this is the window. It's yeah, not the wrong. Chrome tab, and so there's not the audio. <gasps> Dang it. Unbutton but it's, a button. It's Eric. great we started the showcase. I don't know how... Hold on. Eric, unbutton a button. <laughs> Yeah, what a boomer. Thank you. Now do it right again. This Eric, is Eric. Can we share your age on the show? Are you comfortable with that? No, you know, you know, you know what I like to do? We didn't get to do this on Sunday. I'm sorry to waste time, but I like to make people guess my age. I love doing that. Sounds wait, like wait, wait, wait. I mean, I'll give Eric a run for his for money that I might be older than wait, Eric. Everyone, who knows? Everyone knows, huh? I don't know Eric's age. I don't know. Pete, you should know. That makes a lot of things hard. Why should I know your age, Eric? Many people know the answer. Oh, I've said it in the Discord like a hundred times. You you actually guessed my age a while back. All right, this question's out. But you 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 forgot. But Mike knows my age because he learned it two days ago. I did. So okay. So why ask? Can I reveal it now? We're playing a game with it. No, you can reveal it. We're not. All right. So Eric is is forty two, and why that's noteworthy is that Jack's buddy had a buddy there who's twenty one, which is extremely young. Uh, and and I, I thought that was uh. Pretty interesting. Eric was, uh, was double as old as someone else he was pre-gaming with, and Eric held his own and some, drank the other guy out of the table. I love it. You guys were going full-on numerology, bro, with each other's age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Eric, um, are we going to take another stab at the crime? So are after? you older? I'm 41, and I'm, Ooh, I'm about 12 days from 42. Oh, you know what? Is it, is this a Google Chrome thing? Because I use Firefox. Oh, God. You're a Firefox oh, guy. Bye, Eric. It was great having you on the show, bud. <laughs> A, fi okay. a Firefox guy? Firefox. What is, what is this? 2004? Like, come on, dude. No, give me, give me one. He's just a I'll huge Mozilla stand. Are you sure? Yeah. Are, 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 are you sure that's not your MetaMask you're looking at? Hey, what? Jeff. Oh man, Jeff, I really need you to relax. In the chat, <laughs> I really need you to relax. Jones. Jeff had a nice comment about Andy's physique uh, earlier. I will say. Andy's physique has not. I mean, that comment has been holding true. People are people are thirsty for you, Andy. Yeah, Andy yeah, looks I mean, great. I don't know what you. I was are. I was honestly like taken <laughs> aback by Andy's size when he walked up. I I I heard that Eric went and hid behind a hot dog <laughs> stand. He was just so afraid and intimidated of Andy when he first <laughs> up. We actually we broke the law at MSG. I think. We got alcohol after the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, Mike bought it for someone else who was in line behind us. 
I don't think yeah. it's ever allowed back in MSG. You crypto bros think you can just do whatever the fuck you want, don't you? <laughs> it was an obvious play, but I didn't think of it. She, she, it was her idea. Because <laughs> they, they drew the cutoff right after us, and she had been in line forever. And so I was like, oh, come on, like let her get one. And then she's like, she elbows me in the rib. She's like, just add one to your order. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. There you go. And Andy, I, I spilled some of my beer on Andy, and I had felt horrible about it since since it happened. Yeah, he won't For stop what it's worth, apologizing. It in no way, to it in no way affected my life at all. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Andy. That that will help me sleep tonight. All right, uh, here's what. Okay, give me one more second. I'm Look sorry. I hear furious. I also regretfully downloading Chrome. Like I no, wasn't I really like to, appropriately thinking about. <laughs> Why do you use Firefox? Have we kicked him again? I didn't. Did uh, he did. That anyone else use Firefox? Is that no, a thing people do? No. In this economy? Um, <laughs> what What were you saying, Andy? I wasn't appropriately like thinking about how long a basketball game is, and so we're in line in between the third and the fourth quarter, and I was like, "Oh, I'll get two beers because they're not going to serve anymore. We're going to have to come back and get more." And it was just way too much volume of beer to drink in like the last nine minutes of a basketball game, and so it got to the point where I was just like chugging my beers to try to finish them in time. And did you finish your second one? I did not finish my second. Yeah, I did. You did? Well. Well, yeah. then the game was over and I had to pee really badly, but all the lines were really long. So then I just walked to a bar on the way towards the train and just walked in, got my temperature taken, used the bathroom and left. Andy, not you know, bad about it. being afraid of being able to finish a beer is not the kind of intel I like to hear when I'm about to bet my mortgage on you uh, beating Jack yeah. in a chugging contest. <laughs> I still have faith, okay. though. I still okay, I, I I am really sorry. Next time, Pete, if this ever happens again. I like how he came back and it was as if you were still just talking to yourself the whole time. Um, it's okay, Eric. Do we, But we, we got to close on a walk-off pack. All right, let's, let's go. I'm sorry for wasting everyone's time. There, no, there you Eric, go. See how much- Eric, this is still the window. It's not going to have the music. Are you just showing us your moments? I or know proving that you're I'm, an in, expand? I'm in because I'm in Firefox. Yeah, I can't. I we can't, we can't do this without music. Oh my god! Okay, you're going to have to give me like two minutes. No, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it next time. Oh, Pete, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> you're going to have to apologize to me for a long time about this, Eric. Yeah, it just means you get, you get to come on again. That's all. I do. You. I am glad you lost the other button. That is. Uh, I'm down to like one. I'm down to one button right now. <laughs> I, I can't I'll, believe I screwed this up. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I will. Uh, I will close this out with a pack, unless any of the uh, the whales have a pack they want to open. I'm not a whale anymore. It's over. <laughs> For minutes, <laughs> it's just all over. <laughs> He's a dolphin now. I'm a, I'm a little minnow. All right. Everyone else gets to sit on their packs except old Petey Pax, who has to burn through them for the show. Let's go, Petey Pax. Uh, no, this is Eric's. Get this out of here. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Ended. Oh, All right, worst. fellas. Intrigue. Base set packs. Which one do we want? Let's go 33. 33? That's how old I am? It's my Larry Bird year? I'm going to be so sad when I turn 34 here in a few weeks and I can't tell people it's my Larry Bird year. I'm going to tell you it's my Larry Bird year when we're together uh, next because I'm 33 for a while here. How jealous are you? Uh, I'm, I'm incredibly jealous. I'm I've got a whole 33 ahead of me. 
enjoy it. I hope I'm Larry Bird in the shooting competition. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, thank you for hanging out uh, in the club with us tonight. Thank you to our VIPs. If you guys would like to join the VIP channel in the Discord, it's the join link down below. Have lots of fun in there with those guys. But regardless, hop in the Discord. Always a good time. Let's open this pack, and then we will see you guys next week. All right, Derek, give me a number. One, two, or three? Three. Three. Boom. Detroit Pistons, Mason Plumley. Isn't there someone on Twitter who only collects Plumleys? Yeah. Uh, Who's it, Sonic yeah, Jamie? Oh, it is. If it is Jamie, slide into my uh, DMs, Jamie. I will help you out. Maybe we can do an FVV for Plumley trade. That's what I need to do. Actually, that should be my next thing. I, I do appreciate all the gifts. I think I need to work harder now. I need to start trading moms for FVVs. I need to be accumulating in this bear market my yeah. FVVs. Um, Brian, one or two? Let's go two. Two. 3302. One Toscano Anderson. right? He was shooting lights out the other night. Yeah, he had a good game. Sick, though. This is a nice little double pump there. All right. He's a good player. Eric, give me a number. Uh, <laughs> Firefox or Chrome? 69. 69. Okay. Common. 19830. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Six pack. I miss his long hair. Oh, that was that was fun. He's good. Lonnie Walker's good. Yeah, he is. All right, guys. Arm reach. For Pete Jennings. For MBL, for Andy, for our VIPs, Derek, Brian, Eric, I'm Peter Overzet. This is Club Top Shot. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.